Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now, it's Cutter's Rockcast. How's it going, my friend? Doing great, man. Hope you are. Excellent. Chris Daughtry is joining us. I have a very important question as we start this, Chris. How the hell do you keep your voice that much in shape? Because you... (laughs) Just watching watching you live this past fall, that's the one thing I think I took away, is just how incredible your voice seems to sound on literally everything. Well played, oh, man. You're, I, I I appreciate that. Um, I uh, I'm my own worst critic, so I, I you know <laughs> there are days where I walk off stage thinking it was the worst thing I'd ever done, and you know someone says, "Dude, that's the best I've ever heard you sing." And then there's times where I feel like <laughs> I completely crushed it, and uh, one of the guys would be like, "You were struggling tonight, huh?" And I'm like. What are you talking about? Um, but uh, you it's know, really it's, it's really funny you say that, Chris, because uh, last week's guest was Dan Donegan from Disturbed, and he said yeah. the exact same thing. Man, there's some nights I feel like I played my balls off, and it was great, and we rocked, and people are like, eh, not so good tonight. And then uh, yeah. you struggle, and it's like, that was the greatest show I've ever seen. There's nothing worse than when a fan comes up to you and goes, hey, are you are you sick? I'm like, oh. uh, no, <laughs> why did I sound like it? Um, no, man, it's a, it's a daily practice, man. You know, some days I have it, some days I don't. And I always try to go out and give what I have. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind that, that I would rather give, you know, um, you know, half-assed, you know, vocal, but it be real and, and give you what I got than to, uh, you know, then, then to fake it or phone it in. And, you know, I, I've, you know, learned some tricks along the way and I've worked with certain vocal coaches and that have kind of helped me to, you know, basically keep what I have, not really teach me how to do it as much as it, as it is just different things that like a baseball coach would do for a pitcher, you know, mm-hmm. like just reminding you like, Oh, remember this form, remember this. Um, and it's just, I think being on the road for, you know, however many years we've been doing it now, um, you learn things to do and not to do. Um, and I've, I've experienced nights where I've felt like, um, very exposed and, and, and I wish I was, you know, under a rock (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and you just go out and give what you got and, um, and everybody seems happy for it, but. You know, for me, I don't ever see it that way. So I'm, Uh I'm always like over criticizing every, every move. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, of course. No, you did. And and I think it shines through on this cover of journey separate ways. Cause I mean, let's be real, you know, in modern rock, we can, uh, we can poke fun sometimes at some classic stuff. I get it. But Steve Perry's vocal line on any journey song was top notch to say the least. Um, and you and Lizzie nail this, man. Thank you, man. Um, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, anytime you, 
dare to, um, you know, cover one of the greats such as, uh, Mr. Perry, um, you're kind of setting yourself up to be raked over the coals. Um, <laughs> and, and it seems like I tend to do that with covers, you know, with hunger strike, um, you know, Cornell is, it, it's one of those vocals that it's like, yeah, if you can't do it exactly like it, why, why even bother? Um, right. But I, fortunately, you know, everyone is, um, has, has been on board with it, but yeah, man, it, it's, uh, we, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, Lizzie is just, uh, she's just a force, um, in the studio on stage. I mean, she's one of those vocalists that, that I look at as, fuck man, how did you do that? You know what I mean? Like, how, <laughs> yeah. how did you, how do you, how, you know, we geek out all the time. Her and I will be talking. I'm like, how? so when you, when you, are you ever struggling when you get to the, you know, uh, we, we kind of nerd out like that, but, um, she's uh she's ridiculous to watch mm-hmm. well her you know in her voice too uh i i've always felt like in her and i've had this conversation too but uh as they've gotten older as she's gotten older as as that band has become more and more successful and all that her voice tends to just get better and better and better yeah. you know and again this is another shine through so so what was the I know you guys released this song kind of on the anniversary, 40th anniversary of that particular song right. coming out. It's, it's my favorite Journey song. And it, it's not the first time it's been covered, obviously. But what made you decide to, one, do a cover of this particular song separate ways uh, and also then work with Lizzie Hale? Uh, well, uh, as far as the cover goes, you know, the guys and I uh, on the last tour, we were kind of shooting the shit in the dressing room talking about like, Hey, we need, we need a, we need a classic cover. You know, that, 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 that banger that, that we come out with and, and, you know, we kind of make it ours and it becomes our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had kicked around, you know, a few different ideas. And, um, one of them was, uh, final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we, we were kind of, we were like, we want something with the, the synthy, vibes from the eighties and something classic, but we can, you know, heavy it up. And, yeah. and I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to remove the cheese from that one. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, you guys, think, um, you, not that you don't have enough big hits as it is, but you guys could have then opened with it and closed with it just like Europe did. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and then I'm thinking, I'll, if we did this, all I would ever visualize is a karate montage. <laughs> we pe- kind of put that on the back burner and our keyboard player had been, I I think he, he he says he's you know pitched to me many times to do separate ways and I kind of blew him off. But um, my wife and I were watching um, the finale of Stranger Things on the last season, and there's this epic scene where, like, on the finale where everybody's kind of getting together to do the thing. They're about mm-hmm. to go out and take out Vecna and and. I hear, and I was like, oh, shit, this is what we need to cover. And it was the way it was cut up and it was so cinematic and and just the vocal was kind of soloed out in space. And and I was like, oh, my God, this is the song. We need to cover this. This is this could be this could be amazing. And then one thing led to another. And a producer, uh, I think, mentioned, um, what do you think about doing this as a duet? 
And I was like, well, I mean, lyrically, it kind of lends itself to both perspectives. That could be mm-hmm. really cool. And then I was like, it's got to be Lizzie. Because Lizzie and I had been talking about doing something for, God, since like 2013. And oh, wow. we had uh, done a couple things live together during the pandemic on our acoustic live stream. And we were just like, we got we to gotta get in the studio and do something together. And we kept threatening to do it. And um, then when this idea came up, I, I hit her up. I was like, hey, would you be interested in uh, in jumping on separate ways with me? And she was like, absolutely. That's my go-to karaoke song. <laughs> and God, so, of course it is. <laughs> um, and and so we both live in Nashville, so it worked out. We were both able to be in the studio together. And uh, and uh, it, just, it just worked. It just kind of came together. And at the time, I had no idea about the 40th anniversary or anything like that. And uh, we found that out when we were in like the mixing phase and we're mm-hmm. like, Oh, we got to turn this in like tomorrow. Like we got to, in order to beat this deadline. So we were kind of under the gun. Um, it, you know, we definitely wanted to release it roughly February, January, February. But we, once we saw that deadline or that, that anniversary date, we were like, we gotta, we gotta get this thing going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of just how it, and all the pieces just kind of fell together. It's amazing how stranger things in this movie or this uh, show, you know, based on eighties, I, I love it. My kids and I have been watching. We haven't finished yeah. season four yet, to be honest. But um, we're working. Well, I'm glad on I it. didn't spoil anything. <laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah, you know, everybody knows <laughs> how it goes. I'm just, I didn't, I didn't I'm just waiting anything. for that Master Puppets guitar solo, man. Um, oh, dude. But uh, but it's amazing to me the foothold that this show has put on modern music to be able to have song well, like Master Puppets come back and. And yeah. uh, and obviously, running up that hill inspired you to do a cover of Separate Ways. It's 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 pretty. Co- it, it made me go back and listen to uh, 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 Jim Croce. You know, just like yeah. you know what I mean. Just it, it's pretty cool how the music has been incorporated into that and, and really inspired everybody to do stuff like that again. Yeah, and I think it's cool that it's just you know exposing a whole new generation to to these classic songs, and mm-hmm. um, and I feel like it's it's kind of these kids are seeing, you know, real music. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is what real music sounds like. Uh, so it's uh, it's good for the rock. Yeah, it, rock absolutely, world for it, sure. it absolutely is. All right, so back to Daughtry. So you guys put out this cover. Obviously, it's it's doing well. Congratulations, because it really is, and people Thank seem you. to be grabbing. Thank you and so it, much. Anyway, and it doesn't it doesn't sound like the original. It doesn't sound like the other covers you've heard. There's there is just something a little bit different about this that does make it sort of modern and intensified. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I got to give credit to my producers, Scott Stevens and Marty Fredrickson, who, um, of course it was Scott Stevens. You know, <laughs> Scott just, his is, name uh, just keeps popping up so much. Lately. He's everywhere. He's ubiquitous, right? Yeah. He, um, he, he had this idea. He's like, can you just let me run with this and let me, I, I got an idea how we want to, how we should approach this. And I was like, yeah, I, I know I wanted to be modern, but I didn't have any kind of preconceived ideas. I just wanted it to sound cool. And he, he showed me the track and I was like, yes, that's how we need to do it. That's and, awesome. um, and yeah, I mean, just, uh, I'm just so grateful that it has cut through all the noise. Are you, uh, are you guys now kind of taking that and working on more, originals new records singles you know whatever it may be whatever the plan is literally been in the studio for the past two weeks uh working on new stuff with those guys and man uh i think separate ways was 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 kind of like the the catalyst for this next phase and and 
um, the direction of the record and it's big, it's heavy. It's, uh, I've got so much to write about, um, you know, from the last couple years of, mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, of everything really. Um, and it's all kind of making its way into the lyrics and, um, yeah, we're, we're really excited. I don't know when we're going to have something to release. Um, you know, I, I, I imagine we'll be releasing a single or two before we get a record finished. Um, so hopefully in the near, near future, uh, definitely, definitely before the summertime, we, we, we should have something out. How do you, because obviously you've towed the line of the pop world, of the hard rock world and everything in between. How, what, are, what are your thoughts on sort of the release of records and, and where that is in, in this current generation? Obviously you see a lot of artists and bands going just the singles and EPs route. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I love, I've always loved the idea of a full record. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, I think it's, um, but is it because we're old, Chris? Maybe <laughs> you know. I, I'm, I, you know, we have to. We have to also be aware of the times and and how we release it. So, you know, I think going forward, it is get a couple singles out and let those live on their own without um, hitting them with a full record and and wasting you know countless opportunities in songs to get heard because once the record's out, it's out, it's streamed everywhere. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like old at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Um, by the time you get to your second or third single, people have already heard it and it, there's really no, you know, excitement or as much excitement behind it. Um, and I, and I think, I think you kind of have to placate to the, the attention span on one hand, and then also know on the other hand that you are, you know, your your end goal is to have a, a body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of doing records. I've always loved that. Um, so I think we'll continue to do that. Well, I, I, and there's still, I mean, the, with the collection of vinyl um, and, and that making such a huge comeback, I mean, I think there's still an opportunity for some really cool artistic expressions to be told over the course of 60, 70 minutes. Um, you know, in, in that form and not just on Spotify or whatever. So. Right. And, and the artwork, you know what I mean? I like love the, the artwork, still, man. You know how many records I, I, I bought still, looking, perusing through, you know what I mean? I got this, uh, you know, vinyl from the last record and there you go. I just think it. it's so cool because it's, I mean, that's what I grew up, you know, that's what I grew up getting albums <laughs> and, and I would spend, you know, hours reading the liner notes and, and the lyrics and, and noticing different things about the images. And, and I just think there's something really cool and exciting about that, that, that is a bit of a lost art. Okay. So if, if someone were to hold you at knife point or something and say, all right, the record yeah. that made you play rock and roll music, what was it? What are you going to say? Throw it live, throwing copper. Ah, wow. Throwing copper from live, huh? Yeah. And wow. and dirt from Alice in Chains oh, and see, Super Unknown yeah. from Soundgarden. You're talking um, my language. So sir. many of those records from the '90s, but but Throwing Copper was a, a defining record for me. That's interesting. There's some good jams on that. Yeah. It's the, the next one, the Keeney's Juice, is an underrated song from Live. That one, always right? I agree. It's got I a agree. Good riff. Um, we could reminisce about old records all day long, but we are talking about Daughtry after all. Uh, 
new music then on the way. So touring, I imagine that's in the in the pipes as well for coming this yeah, year. Yeah, we're about to head to the UK uh, in a couple weeks, and um, and then we've got some Canadian dates coming up, and and then back to the studio. So I don't know how much uh, touring we're going to do inside the states this year, but um, there will be. I'm sure there's going to be some some shows here and there, but we gotta we gotta get a we gotta get a record done, and we gotta get a new show for everybody. Otherwise, we're just gonna be giving the same shit we gave them last time. <laughs> All right, but if the Daughtry Hailstorm tour doesn't happen, I'm gonna be mad. Just for the record, I mean, I'm gonna that be mad be cool, if that doesn't right? happen. That mm-hmm. would be uh, we've we've definitely that that those words have come up in conversation. So um, you know, I would love for that to happen. Awesome. Chris Daughtry, it's always good to hear from you, my friend. Congratulations. Yeah, you as well, man. Thanks for having me. You got it. Congratulations on the song, the cover. It's amazing. It's good. Check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, and we look for more new Daughtry music later this year. Chris Daughtry joining us. Thank you, dude. All right, man. Be well, Cutter. Thank you so much. You got it, man. Take care. Cutter's Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly. 